everybody. Welcome to the Wellness Pod. Happy to have you here if this is your first time. And if you are a returning listener, I'm also so happy to have you here. My name is Elle. So I felt like the last few episodes have gotten into some deep and heavy topics. And although I love that, it's kind of, I guess, my niche. I know you guys like that too. So for this episode, I just thought it would be fun to shift and go into a fun trend that I've been seeing. We're also transitioning out of summer and into fall, which I'm very excited for. I love the cold. I am a summer baby by birth, but a winter baby by heart. So for this episode, I'm going to do a little bit of my fall goals and what I have planned for the months coming up, God willing. For me personally, it's super important for me to have goals, small or big. I think that it keeps me on track, organized, and I think I may have finally gotten to a place where thinking of an end goal doesn't stress me out, but it actually makes me feel good about it. Uh, I also think that like feeling good about it um, and wanting to work towards it is because I'm tailoring my goals to something that's realistic, so that also like helps me out a lot. Speaking of that, I love this one podcast called Not Your Typical by Caitlin Nolan. And I love, 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 love all her content. Like not only her podcast, but her Instagram page. It's it's my vibe, my aesthetics. And she was actually the first podcast that I have ever heard. And as I heard her, I felt myself saying like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like when she was talking and it almost felt weird to feel so relatable to a complete stranger, but I did, which is a lot of the inspiration came from her because I'm like, well, if I'm relating to her, maybe I have something that people can relate to as well. So she just had an episode that's going to be very similar to this one where I got the inspiration from it. And she talked about her goals as buckets And in each bucket, she had things that needed a little bit of water, a little more water, and a lot of water. And I think that when I visualized my goals in that way, when she was talking about that, I heard it yesterday, it almost makes my brain make more sense of where what my goals are, where they should go, and also be realistic with myself as far as how quick and attainable are these goals. And I think for me, I'm a creative and I daydream more than I should. And I think that I've said that in the past. So sometimes I'll think of something and I want it to come to fruition like immediately. And then I get kind of bummed out and then I throw out the whole idea away or I just think like, oh, well, I tried and it didn't work. So when I'm talking through out this episode, if you can grab a notepad or open your phone whatever. And if I say something that resonates with you, just scribble it down because I know for me, I'll hear something and I'm like, oh, that was good. And I'm going to remember that. And then I most definitely forget. All right. So let's get into it. One of my smaller goals, I'm going to talk about my little buckets and then go into my big bucket. One of my smaller goals going into this fall season is really eating foods that love me back. I turned 30 about two years ago and my body was like, yeah, we don't like almost anything anymore and I'm just going to bloat you. So it's taken me about two years to finally be conscious and come to terms with the fact that milk doesn't like me as much as I love her. And I'm going into a week actually today. Wait, today? 
no, not today. I'm lying. Almost a week of just having black coffee, no sugar, which the no sugar part is not hard for me because I would drink my coffee with milk and no sugar. It's been like that for about like, I don't know, like maybe two years now. So like the sweetness wasn't going to be the hard part of it. It was kind of just like taking the milk out and I hate to admit it, but it's actually been helping me. I almost wanted it to like not work so I could be like, see, it's not the milk, but it definitely is. So that's a goal that I would really like to stick with. Also, something else that I'm going to say is like sometimes we think that we think that things are going to be so hard and so difficult. And I feel like I built this up to be like, oh, I cannot do black coffee. And now that I'm doing it, I'm like, wow, I could have done this a really long time ago because it's like not that bad. Um, But yeah, it's definitely a goal that I want to stick with. I'm being mindful of what I'm eating in general and noticing what's making me feel good because not everything that is healthy for us is good for our specific body. Like some people may love tomatoes and some people, you know, tomatoes may hurt their tummy. So yeah, it's definitely something that I've been learning and trying to find the love in the things that I do and enjoying foods that enjoy me back. I know that sushi and pasta are not my friends, so I try to limit it to maybe once a week because I still love it, but I just tell myself like, okay, if I have nothing to do tomorrow, it's okay if I'm bloated. That's the way that I'm looking at it. But in general, when people would tell me, I'm very literal again. So when people would tell me like, oh, pay attention to the foods that you're eating and see if they make you feel good. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to do that? Literally, when you eat something, really take into account and be mindful of how your body is feeling maybe half an hour, an hour after it. If you're burping, if you're passing gas, if you're going to the bathroom, if you feel nauseous, guess what? That food is maybe not for you. If you're feeling light and if you're feeling energized, and even if you're not feeling any of those things, but you just feel normal, then that means the food is working for you. Okay. Another small goal, which may sound silly, is being selective, being selective about how I'm dressing. I feel like sometimes I'll see things online or on another person and I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. And I just assume it's going to look great on me and then it doesn't. It just happened to me. I'm trying to have inspo for the Carol G concert that's coming up and I saw this really cute bikini top with like some high-waisted cargos and I was like so focused on wearing that and I tried on something similar before ordering the specific items and it was just like not working for me and I kind of felt bad um so yeah I'm learning through time what type of things look good on me and what doesn't for example just random stuff collar shirts are not my jam they just don't look cute on me I don't know why Uh, halter tops it's really like a hit or miss for me it's just like okay I have no problem not wearing a bra but halter tops just make my boobs look wide and like I don't know it's weird I don't like that look so like no thanks also the whole like baggy t-shirt look like you know when girls go to the gym and they have like a baggy t-shirt with like some um what are those called how did I just forget like the tights but are that are like mid mid thigh biker shorts wow (laughs) that was so hard for me to remember i've tried so hard to adopt that style and i feel like i just look 
bigger. Like, I don't look cute. Like, it's not a cute oversized look, which is what I'm going for. So I'm definitely more of a zipper sweater, like, you know, on the snuggy side, a baby tee, a nice cord set. And my colors are definitely nudes, grays, blacks, orange, and greens. I just think it's important, yes, to feel confident in whatever you wear, but I also feel like it's important to wear things that compliment you because that will make you feel confident. There's actually a test. I love online tests. Like those BuzzFeed ones, I have the app and all that are like, what Disney princess are you based on these questions? I'm in there. Tell me who I am right now. So based on this quiz that I'm talking about, it tells you what color palette and style would complement you the best. And sometimes like you need that guidance. So I'm going to link that on my IG page. It's not like you have to follow what this test is saying. It's just like sometimes, you know, something is brought to like, oh yeah, like that actually does look nice on me. I remember I wore that once. You're like, that doesn't look nice on me. And like, now I know why. Okay, so moving on to my bucket that needs a little bit more water is going to sleep on time and waking up on time. I have been late to work for literally over a month. And if my coworker is hearing this, she's probably cracking up because I just, I, it's been so, so, so frustrating because I just feel horrible when I'm rushing in the morning. Like not even being late to work, that's not what stresses me out, which sounds bad. It's having to wake up in a rush and just be like running everywhere because I'm really big on my morning routine and having to do that but rushed or having or like not being able to do it, I just become frustrated and that's not the energy that I want to pour into myself in the into myself and tell myself in the morning I love slow mornings because I also know that it's gonna make me feel better and I know what the issue is it's because I'm going to sleep later than usual my goal is to be in bed by 9 30 and sleeping by 10 but Vanderpump Rules has had me glued to it and I finally finished it and then I was in a rabbit hole of the interviews and I think I'm finally a bit over it and I can get back in my routine and have that all in order. Also, I think it's okay to have moments where you're so just self-indulging in reality TV, but it's just like way too much. So I'm trying to be my best to be productive after work, but also not overwhelm myself because I'm doing the opposite of creating a loving life for myself. And if I can leave something for tomorrow, I totally am. And I'm very proud of myself to be able to say that. Another bucket that needs a bit more watering is exercise. I'm not sure if it was in my head or not, but I felt like I was getting fatter when I was going to the gym. So I kept seeing something about how high intensity was not good for some people because your body sometimes is already in a stressed out state so that just continues to keep your body in that state when you're keeping your heart rate up um, for so long at a time I'm not a gym trainer nutritionist nothing I'm just going based off of what I see and TikTok sometimes is very helpful so (laughs) I'm gonna say that I saw it there uh so yeah I was doing strength training, not even like really high intensity. And then I stopped and then I picked up walking and mat Pilates and then I stopped and I've been so terribly inconsistent. Ideally, I would love to join a Pilates club. 
but it's so expensive and it gets me so mad because I know I would absolutely love it and that low intensity controlled movement mind to muscle connection I would just become a Pilates princess I know it so the goal is to do that but that is in my it needs a lot of water bucket now because I need to find consistency consistency and do what I like which I know I love low intensity, but there's also something about not burning so many calories that makes me feel like I'm not doing much. And to be honest, it's a very mental thing that I'm talking about right now because I'm not nice to myself in that area. So it needs a bit more love, care, and water because if I know that I'm not into high intensity because it doesn't make me feel good because it doesn't and then strength training was something that I also was like not liking so much so if walking and mat pilates are what are making me feel good that I shouldn't be basing what my worth is in the gym let's say off of a number and I am doing that so I gotta stop that okay now my bigger bucket that needs a lot of water is not taking what people do personal. I water this goal. And then someone gets me mad and I forget all about this bucket. I'm like, I don't care about the water. I'm just going at them. If there's one thing about myself that I'm really trying to work on is that if I feel like someone is doing something to me, it's extremely hard for me to be rational and not take it as a personal attack. About a week ago, that was actually a week ago today, I had an incident and I handled myself guys so well and I do think that it gave me like the internal motivation and empowerment that I needed and this just goes to show you that sometimes a situation may feel negative because well it was negative and I was almost like after that I was like yeah like I have the power over my emotions and just because you chose to show who you really are does not mean that I'm going to step out of my character and my morals for you. And it felt really good to not have the last word, to have control over myself in that situation. And I feel like ever since then, if someone driving gets mad at me, I'm not the best driver. If at work, a customer tells me something that they may not like, because that's just the way that the rules are, I tell myself that they're emotions have absolutely nothing to do with me. And I really set back to like, them or whatever and I know it's only been a week to this date but I'm really gonna water and intentionally practice this until it becomes a natural instinct because it is something that I've needed to learn for years and I know that it'll help me in the spaces that God is gonna place me in in the future so like amen to that another one that I will continuously water a lot is my relationship with God because I just want it to be the most fruitful that it can be And my last goal is to water is creating a beautiful career for myself. I don't know in concrete words what that is. So I know it might sound like I'm watering something that I don't know, but I I don't know. And I trust that God is going to put me in a space where I'm going to be a light and successful. So with that, I mean by watering my career, even though I don't know what it is, I feel like it's growing spiritually, mentally, and physically, making sure that I'm holding myself accountable for the habits that I have that are not benefiting me, uh, making choices and situations that are 
not going to make me feel bad afterwards and just setting myself up to be blessed and honestly to bless others. So those are my goals. I think I spoke about seven of them. They're not all huge goals and I think that may need more intention. Some that I just have to make better choices in, but I believe it's good every once in a while to sit down and write what we're working on now and also to write down our goals for the following months to come so you know take my idea if you want split your goals into three buckets and see if that helps you come up with more realistic goals for yourself and what you can do for yourself I have some exciting news. Next week, I am actually going to have my first guest on. I'm super, super excited. And we'll be diving into a topic that I think is important for everyone's wellness, like journey. You know, it's just the wellness pod. So I feel like it was fitting. Um, so stay tuned. If you don't follow me on IG and want updates just to see cute reels and posts, then it's at thewellnesspod.co. If it's your first time here, thanks for staying through this whole episode and you're always welcome to come back and if you always listen thank you thank you so much for your support as always the goal is to reach as many people as i can and with your help like sharing liking reposting it's so appreciated and thank you god bless